Welcome back to the show. There's no telling where we'll go. So come and share a laugh on the Imp and Skiz podcast. Well, today's podcast is going to be a little different than the last 14. That's right. This is podcast number 15. And we've been putting out an Imp and Skiz podcast every single Friday for 14 weeks straight. And this one would make 15. However, Skizzle Man is under the weather right now. Very, very sick. Unable to get together. Unable to uh, record this podcast with me today. So instead, what we're going to do is because we do have 14 pieces of absolute gold, if I must say so myself, we want to revisit some of the best moments of those in case you guys missed them or in case you want to just relive some of the great moments once again. So that's what we're going to do today to make up for the fact that we can't get you a brand new one. And hopefully you guys enjoy it nonetheless. But we're going to start things off today with a clip from the very first episode where we talk about how we got into Minecraft to begin with. It's it's what started the path to where we're at now, though, yeah. because it was a day at, uh, I believe, Taco Bell mm-hmm. when, you know, we had been we had just started playing Minecraft and stuff. Right. Like somehow. I don't even remember how we got. I mean, my son uh, started playing Minecraft. And so I it was trying to help him and stuff with like like that. But it was our buddy, our buddy, Joe. Yeah. Right. That, that brought up well, Minecraft my, first. My, my son's who I first heard about Minecraft from and it was about a, it was about six months to a year before that conversation and he gets and my son by the way when he says dad I want you to try this or watch this show he's right a hundred percent of the time he's always right and I was like I don't have time for games I don't have time for games and so he's like just just sit down and play it so I played it and I stopped after like 10 minutes I'm like um I'm gonna sink into this game yeah and I just stopped and I didn't touch yeah. it for all that time and then Joe was just like you guys have you heard of Minecraft I'm like I have that game is very addictive yeah and then you gave it, you were, you know, you had the same thing. You're like, I, I don't have time for games. Right. You know what I mean? When it came to us or your son telling you, and then you started playing and boy, did you lean into it. Oh yeah. So episode one was a fun, let's get to know us a little bit better and why we're doing this podcast and some of our history, but it didn't take us long to jump into a bit of a heavier topic. And one of my favorites, it was called what's stopping you. And it turned out to be way more inspirational than either one of us could imagined. There's a million reasons not to do something, right? And and when you want to do something, all those things are going to peak their ugly heads, right? And I've done, I had a, a girl I was um, training, uh, doing personal training for just for a short bit of time. She wanted to make a change in her life. And I had said, you need to understand on this first session that there's two of you in this room right now. This is not the two lives, one life thing. It's not <laughs> right. that. I said, there's two of you in this room right now. And, and, and one of them uh, is going to tell you that you're not worth this that you're too old to do this, that you're too out of shape to do this. You don't, you don't deserve it. You can't do it. That, that voice is going to just continue to, to peck at you. And the other version of you is the one that called me and said that you wanted to do this. And I said that, that first girl, she's not allowed in this room, you know? And I <laughs> yeah. said, so if you're going to allow her in this room, I don't want any part of this. Yeah. I want to talk to the second girl and that's it. And she's yeah. like, okay. And my point being there is that when you do want to do something, everybody has something to offer or something that they want to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to be a content creator, if you want to do music, if you want to do dance, you want to act, you want to sing, whatever it is, uh, you want to do something, you want to change in your life, you want to push something. There's really good news that I have to tell everybody is that you are legitimately the only person that can stop you. Yeah. Everybody thinks that there's some sort of external force. And I'm not, I'm not trying to suggest for a moment that it's easy. It's not going to be easy. Right. There's, there's, I, I always compare it to the, the, the caterpillar turning to a butterfly. I can guarantee you that during that moment, the butterfly is like, ah, 
ow, you know what I mean? It probably hurts yeah. the whole time. You know, it's, it's change hurts. Yeah. It's discomfort should be welcome and you have to embrace and be okay with it. And you have to keep in your head that when you want to do something, when you want to change or maybe it's not even change, you want to do something in your life. Mm-hmm. You have complete control. I think yeah. people are going to try to stop you. People are going to try to tell you can't do it. Forget it. They put them over there. You are in control. You are the only one that can actually stop you when you want to do something. Exactly. So it's time for episode three. And our topic this time is what it means to grow up. So naturally, we have to tell a story about anything but. I think the story that comes to mind was the day I was actually trying to do my work. <laughs> And uh, you wouldn't let me. You remember you remember that went down? <laughs> yeah. I, so you were doing your work and you were so engrossed in your work. It was bothering me, I think. And I'm like, mm. I, I got a mess. I got to break him out of this. I miss my buddy. <laughs> and uh, I brought in a cup of water and I decided I'm just going to pour it on your head. But I wasn't planning on dumping it. I was just right. going to go just a drop by drop. Just, you know, just out of your head. I just wanted to do that. And I'm doing this. But boy, had you had enough. And so I was doing this and you spun around and I remember seeing in your eyes like, oh, today was the wrong way to do this. Like you, <laughs> you, you were, um, I guess I didn't pick up on the fact that whatever was going on in your work was not going well in that moment. Yeah, <laughs> so I didn't, wasn't in the mood for your shenanigans. <laughs> I day. picked a bad point yeah. and you spun around and your intention, which I would have deserved every bit of it was you're yeah. going to knock that water into my yeah. face. That, that was the hope, you know, yeah. smack the cup, have it just go splash. Right, right <laughs> that was, into your yeah. face. That's what you wanted to do. And when you did it, you got nothing but cup. I remember you not, You never touched my hand. You should have hit my hand, but you hit. It was like straight. That was like was, a, I was like a ninja. It, well, you were, dude. The cup just <laughs> vanished. So where I was like this and and, I, and and I'm holding the cup in front of me and you just whip your arm. And it wasn't like you. my arm didn't move. The cup was just missing all of a sudden. Yeah. And I was like, oh. And I realized there was still a lot of water in that cup. And I'm like, where is it? Why am I dry? And I'm just, and then I hear this whoosh on the other side in the grumpy man's cube. And I hear him go, just, I can't even, I don't want to, you can't, I'm not going to bleep it if I say what he said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he he was, decided to keep it PG 13. Yeah. So I can't repeat what he said, but yeah. uh, it, it was, there was, yeah. Uh, it, it ended with, do you guys even work here? Yeah, I yeah. remember that one yeah. after bleep, bleep, bleep. You, uh, do you kids even work yeah. here? Yeah. Oh, do you kids? That's yeah. right. He threw in the kids. Yeah. That's right. You kids even work here? Yeah. And I was, was and I was just like, okay, you know what? And that that is, you know, since I like to dance on all the different stages of growing up, I'm like, it's time to go into the last one. I'm yeah. like, that's on me. That's my fault. I'll come clean that up. And yeah. I went over and I got there was water all over his cube. And I cleaned up everything. I cleaned it up and I apologized to him because at the end of the day, he was a, he was a miserable dude, but yeah. I don't want to make it worse. Right. I, like I, I, I found no pleasure in that. There was, it's funny now, but at the moment it wasn't like I was trying to hide my laughter. It was like, man, this guy's already miserable. And that was bad. Yeah. That was really bad. I felt, I felt bad. Yeah. <laughs> but that probably wasn't the most memorable piece of that episode. I'd say the part where Skiz and I started singing a song. Yeah, you guys remember. I don't think we should let go of our childhood ever. Yeah. You know what I mean? I keep thinking like that that Toys R Us jingle. I don't want to grow up. I'm, I'm a, a Toys R Us kid. Yeah. There's a million toys at Toys R Us that I can play with. Yeah. Right? Exactly. I think you nailed it. From cars to trains to video games. Oh, my gosh. That's something uh, there's a, yeah. there is. I, I want to know the whole thing now. I think one of the best things about the Imp and Skiz podcast so far is we've been able to go back and forth between just kind of being silly and talking about light subjects and also getting into some of the heavier stuff and and giving some of our experiences in life. And sometimes we even say things that are slightly profound, which I think in this instance, I kind of surprised myself. There is a quote that 
I didn't know about, but Mumbo liked to say a lot. And I think it was, I think it was Roosevelt that said it. I might be wrong, um, but he said, comparison is the thief of joy. And like that has resonated with me so much because every time I see myself uh, looking at other content creators and going and thinking, you know, you know, I feel like I'm doing pretty good. I'm, I'm, I hold a candle to, to their quality and, and their level of, of what they're doing. Why am I not getting the views they're getting? And then I realize I got to stop doing that because it's making me sad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And they had their journey. I have my journey. They're not the same journey. They're never going to be the same journey. I just need to accept that and just be myself yep. and do what I can do because that's what I can control. So since Skiz is out sick this week and I'm the one at the helm editing this episode of our podcast, I think I'm going to take advantage of this situation and I'm just going to show you all the stuff I said that was profound. All right, I'm just kidding. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll give you some of Skiz's as well. There's kind of a bigger picture here is that mm-hmm. we do find ourselves, um, I would say, I mean, I, there's a lot of division in the world right now. I think yeah. that most people would agree with that. And and I also would venture that division has always been there. It's And that's an unfortunate fact of the matter. And I think that the, uh, the inability for us to not necessarily see eye to eye, but, but properly have a conversation is because the intention of conversation has gone askew. And what I mean by that is, I've talked about this before um, in other avenues, but unless you're a lawyer or you're on the debate team, stop conversing to win, stop <laughs> doing it. Right. And, and I, I'm, well, I'm, I willing to bet many people just said, amen, because they're aware of people that do that. Right. Yeah. And, and, and also keep in mind, if you don't know what I'm talking about, you might be that person. And <laughs> what I mean by this is like I said, there, there is um, a time and place for debate. It's, it's, it's in a courtroom or it's, or it's going to be your action on a, on a debate team. But if you're actually having a conversation and it's okay to want to prove your side, I mean, I, I can dig that, mm-hmm. but if the intention of the conversation uh, it suddenly becomes winning the conversation. I don't think you're doing it right because yeah. what you're going to end up doing is shutting yourself off to a very real opportunity to learn something. So the last clip you heard was from our episode five podcast called The Art of Conversation, which was one of my favorite podcasts that we've done. I think Skiz and I both had a huge amount of passion around this subject in particular. And as you just heard, he had some great things to say on the subject. And I believe I did as well. If you're going to be, if you end up being wrong, let's just say, let's just say you, they actually did get to a point to where whatever point they're trying to make, they, they better illustrated it or whatever you want to call it. Those are great moments. Those though. I love, I love, I like the you feeling do. of being, I did. Most people <laughs> you, don't like you it. Do. Most people don't like that. Yeah. Like, because like it puts you in that vulnerable spot of having to admit, even if only to yourself yeah. that, that you were capable of being wrong. Yeah. And, and so a lot of people associate that with being a failure yeah. Right. And drop if, it. Yeah. If you're able to drop that, like that, that can be so enlightening. Yes. To, D- yes. To go, I mean, imagine going into a conversation where you're a hundred percent, hundred percent convinced what you're about to say is right. And you know that that person doesn't think that way. And, and you're by the end of the conversation, you're going to convince them. That's, that's that, that battle right ensues. And then suddenly along the way, you open your mind a little bit, you hear what they're saying because conversation is not just speaking, right? right? It's, it's listening. also listening. Absolutely. And that's the part that most people fail at, uh, I'll, myself included. <laughs> so you actually open your mind, you listen, and then you you start to interpret that information in a different way. And then you suddenly realize, oh, maybe all the things that I thought aren't actually correct. And you allow yourself to take that in. That puts yourself in a very vulnerable space. But 
if you're okay with it and you allow yourself to be okay with it, you just got 10 times smarter. Oh, yes. You dropped the walls, yes. right? Those walls were blocking you from gaining information yes. that could help you through life. I'm clapping. <laughs> I'm clapping. That, that was really well put. Those walls are blocking you from gaining information. Yeah. So episode six of the podcast rolls around and Skiz and I realized that the last couple episodes has actually been pretty heavy. We've been in some pretty heavy topics. So we decided to lighten the mood a little bit and we titled this one, We're Idiots. So I want you to think about the electrical towers in the desert. The one, they're big metal pyramids. Yeah. And they go up, 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 up. And then as they get really high, then they actually straighten out and go up even further. Those things are ridiculous to the point to where... Uh, the ladder for them, there are these metal pegs that come out of uh, one of the corners. It comes out of the, I want to say either the the Northeast pole or the Southeast pole, but it, it just didn't even start for like 20, 25 feet up because they don't want idiots like me climbing it. Well, I was <laughs> going to climb it. Now, How'd you, how do you make it to the first Because three, I was a gymnast. Feet. I was a gymnast. Oh, and so no. I was able to. Like Spider-Man. I, yeah. I was able to grab what? a bar. And I was able to, to do uh, like a like a kickover to get into an upright position on it, grab on it and do the next one. I was young and fit, right? I was definitely not four, so I'm not giving myself a pass on this one. And I can't say this enough. Do, do not, try this not do this. <laughs> so I was there with a couple of buddies and they were not into me doing this. I'm like, I just want to climb this. So like, that's, you don't understand this is very dangerous. I'm like, I'm going to climb it. So I just went for it and I hop up and I get to the, to the metal pegs and I start climbing and I just go into the zone. I'm like, just go, just go all the way. And I was in a, I was in a kind of a self-destructed mode anyways, but I was like, I'm just going, well, this is not 20 feet, 24 feet. This is like, I think at the top of it's probably like between 120, oh. 150 feet. Yeah, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, they're huge. Yeah, my 10 feet feels like nothing now. Yeah, this is <laughs> this is like a situation to where as I'm climbing, I I did have that voice that was like, can you, can you stop, please? And that self-preservation, you have to stop. If you slip, there's no surviving right. this. So I just kept on climbing and kept climbing because that's what I wanted to do. And uh, I'm going up and up and up. And next thing I know, I can actually hear the from the the, the cables i'm that close to them and I'm, i heard later that uh, one of the charges could have jumped you know and got me i i don't know how true that is i'm not an electrician but anyways so i get up there and uh i look down at my buddies and they look like ants they are and they're just looking up at me and they're just they're not laughing they're not cheering me on they're very upset and they should be and they're just like you ha- can you please come down and all of a sudden i i never like realized it, but those those things are moving and so I'm up there and it's swaying it's because swaying. you're that high. And in that moment, I can't even, I, to the, I can actually conjure up that feeling in my, in my, my body right now. Oh. I was like, I have to get down now. And it, t- it felt like it took me an hour to get down because every step was so cautious. That's something that it's not necessarily a funny story, but it's an example of like, I feel really grateful when people talk about, you know, you know, Skiz articulates well, all this wisdom. And I'm like, these people need to be reminded that I, I, I can be a real moron. Yeah. <laughs> What is it with heights? Like, because you them. and I both had like immediately went to, oh, I used to climb tall things that were, but my, you know, at some point I must have got over my my fear of heights because I also decided it would be fun to jump off my parents' roof into the pool. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so I don't know if you you yeah you you remember my parents' old house? Yeah. They had the patio it extended like where the patio ended, the pool began. Yeah. So there wasn't much gap, so you could literally just go off of the the patio roof and dive into the pool. It was pretty dangerous still because the pool was only about six feet deep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so oh to dude. jump from like 10 feet up and then and make sure you don't hit the bottom of the pool. You know, you don't go head first, obviously. But yeah, I used to do stupid stuff like that all the time. And I started thinking like, 
could have slipped off the edge yep. and still hit the side of the pool. Yep. Could have jumped too far. Yep. Could have, you know, hit the bottom with such force that I broke a bone. Could have fell through the roof. Could have so many things could have happened. The worst thing that happened was my parents found out and I got grounded. But <laughs> oh, dude, it's a, that's you getting lucky. Yeah, exactly. So I've always admired just how great of a father Skiz is to his children. And over the years that I've known him, he's given me a few pieces of advice on how to be a better father myself. And, you know, just by having years and years of experience, we've both learned quite a few things about parenting. So once we got talking about some of these things, we realized this could be a good podcast topic. And that's what episode seven, Parenting, was all about. When it comes down to it, I think one of the things, and I know you've heard me say this before, but sort of the rule of thumb, if you will, is that when one of your kids is asking to do something with you, and I am am talking about when they're really young, um, actually... For the most part, this is, has to do with them being young. When they ask to do something with you, whether they want to go throw the ball or they want to kick it around or they whatever it is, the answer is the answer is yes. It's unequivocally yes. It's always yes, and that's mm-hmm. easy because now you don't have to think about it. It yeah. means it's yes. Now, if you're in the middle of a meeting and you're speaking, I mean, I know there's there's merit, there's differences here, but you will recognize those differences. You'll know you'll know when you prioritized finishing the dishes over going to throw a frisbee you'll you'll recognize when you prioritize working on that project inside the garage over going to the park you know to go hit the swings with your kid you'll be able to recognize that and here's what's interesting if you prioritize all the nonsensical stuff over this and i'm being this is a this is a direct statement i am referring to the dishes as nonsensical (laughs) when it comes to creating a memory with your child if you prioritize that over those moments you will remember that you will remember that you lost an opportunity because when they grow up and you look back and you wish you could have those days back. Yeah. Those moments are going to come out. And I remember thinking, I don't ever want to feel that way. So the answer is always going to be yes. Yeah. To the point where, I mean, I've had a project in the garage I'm working on and my daughter came as many years ago. She came out, she's like, Hey, can we throw? And I just dropped. Yep. The answer is yes. You know, we just go. Yeah. And to the point to where I am, I am failing at that own advice right now because my son who is, who you've seen him, he's, he's a fitness trainer and he's, you know, he's huge into fitness. He's been asking me over and over again to work out with him. And I, and I won't, I won't, I need to, I need to do it. I need to go over, get over myself. I don't want to do mm-hmm. it. Cause I'm like, dude, I'm just going to, I'm really, really going to slow you down. Mm-hmm. Like literally, like I'm going to be very embarrassed because I, you, you look the way you do. And I look like this and I cannot lift what you lift. But it's, not about, it's not about, it's not that about that, man. He just wants to spend he some just, time with that's his dad, right. which is a, which is not always going to be the case. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially when they get to certain ages, but um, I think we should clarify one thing that you said, though, is like the answer is always yes. It's not it's not like every time your kid wants something, you say yes. Oh, it's no, not, no, no, no. It's not no. that like it's not like, hey, hey, dad, I want an iPad. And you're like, yes, no, you know, yeah, it, you're no. saying like specifically if they're asking for your time. Yes. Not necessarily your money. Yeah. If they're asking to create a memory with you, <laughs> yeah. you better say yes. So so I. I'm really glad you cleared that up like, because it's not like, oh, yeah, eat chocolate for dinner. That's not what I'm saying. Right. There's there's a reason. I mean, spoiling is exactly that, right? You're spoiling their ability to survive later. That's what it is when you spoil somebody. But if you're going to spoil them, spoil them with memory making. So not all podcast topics spawned from some big epiphany that we had about something profound that we had to offer the world. No, sometimes it was just a matter of chilling on the couch with my wife, watching a TV show called Ghost Adventures and realizing it could be pretty cool to just tell ghost stories. I was at a, I went to a cabin with a buddy of mine. It was, it was a friend of mine and his parents. He was very young. This friend of mine and his parents. And we went to this cabin, right? And we showed up very, very late. It's one of those things where you're, okay, 
we play phasmophobia. You know how creepy it is to go into the cabin at night. Yeah. It was one of those situations where it was a really like you, a cabin in the middle of the night and you're showing up and it wasn't really, it wasn't theirs. It was like, they're getting barring it from a friend or I don't really know. Right. We have a cabin. Here's the key. Uh. Well, we walk in and it's really this kind of like little spooky, not dirty or any beautiful cabin, but just very, very dark, very quiet, very long hallways, the whole thing. And so uh, my buddy's like, I guess, you know, our room's going to be down in this hall. So I'm like, okay. So I go walking down that hall and it's really kind of dark and I can see, but it's dark. And all of a sudden I wasn't even scared when this happened. Okay. I was not scared. I walk in it and I feel like I, like when you, uh, when you, when you're walking and there's a step that you didn't know that was coming, that, that, like that feeling that you're falling over type thing. Yeah. I walk and it was like this slope, like it sloped down in this hallway and it was like a very cold breeze at the same time. I just, whoo, like, I'm like, oh, what was that? And then I went back and I was like, this hallway sloped. I wasn't afraid at all. I had no idea what just happened. And my buddy's like, what are you doing? And I'm dragging my foot across the ground, trying to find the slope. And he's like, what is this? I said, this just sloped down on me. So he starts doing it. He's like, it's a perfectly flat hallway, dude. And I'm like going back and forth. I'm like, what just happened? It was like a year or two later, I was watching a special on the paranormal and they were talking about when you walk through a spirit, you mm-hmm. feel like you just stepped down and you feel a cold breeze. I'm like, no, <laughs> you know what I mean, dude? Like, am I heebie-jeebies? <laughs> like, I was like, like it was, I was nothing about that experience frightened me. I was just like, that was a really weird sensation. It was years later watching this paranormal. And I remember being like, no way, because they explained verbatim, like, like exactly what I had felt that night. Mm-hmm. And to this day, I was like, Okay, I mean, then here comes the logic piece, right? Because we only do use a teeny tiny bit of our brain. It has the ability to fill in a lot of gaps. And it, and it, and I think that I could have just had a weird sensation or a teeny tiny bit of lightheadedness. There's a possibility that I never actually felt the coldness, but because two years later I saw the special, my brain filled it in that I did feel the coldness. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like there's so many yeah. different uh, avenues here that could make it, that that could logic your way out of it. But when you go right to the fundamentals of the experience and what I learned two years later and the fact that when I had the experience, I wasn't looking for this stuff. Holy moly. Yeah. I think I walked through a spirit, dude. You probably did. It didn't even ask my permission. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think they do. Yeah. I don't think they ever do. It is quite interesting to think about how Skiz and I came up with the topics we did for the podcast each and every week for the past 14 weeks, because the next one Pushing the envelope, it was episode 11. And I think this one actually stemmed from the fact that both him and I had taken separate trips to Florida and gone to the Kennedy Space Center and really just had our eyes opened on how mankind was pushing forward. And so we just wanted to talk about it a little bit. Kennedy, it's called Kennedy Space Center because President Kennedy was the one that announced, we're going to do this. Like the U.S., we're going to travel to space. We're going to put a man on the moon. Mm -hmm. And so it was like his speech. And... Watching that speech made me realize he's not doing this because there's something beneficial, uh, like uh, economically or whatever, about landing on the moon. He's doing this because as a species, we need this. Like, we need hope and we need to explore and push our limits so that uh, we have something to bond together about. And and I think it was more about that because, you know, you know the idea of space travel has been debated for my entire life mm-hmm. uh, because we pump up a lot of money into it. The government does. <clears throat> right. And so it's like a lot of people wonder, is it worth, is it worth it? And after what I saw at the Kennedy space center, I'd say absolutely. Yeah. Uh, because 
it is us as humans pushing the envelope. And without that, we might not have all these things we enjoy today. Like they talk about spinoffs. I was on the bus tour and the, the guy driving the bus decided to forget the video that plays on the monitor. I'm going to tell people what they really need to hear. And that is that because of space exploration programs like NASA and um, there's another uh, private one, Blue Orbit and Elon Musk's, uh, what is it, SpaceX, mm-hmm. right? And there's lots of, and, and around the world too, there's space programs. But because of all these programs, uh, they've invented things that would have never been thought of, Yeah. right? Um, you had LASIK surgery, right? Yes. Invented by NASA. Was it really? It initially was to help the shuttles dock in space because they had to have precision in cameras to the, like, below millimeters and 4,000 times a minute be able to capture the exact measurements of what they were doing. They were able to take that technology that they were using for docking spaceships and apply it to LASIK surgery. I had no idea. So they're tracking your eye movements at 4,000 times a second or whatever to make sure they have the precision to do the the laser shaping of your your, uh, eyes or whatever. So like little things, not little things, that's a big thing, right? But cell phones, GPS technology, um, the the Tempur-Pedic mattresses, the foam mattresses, like all that stuff came from NASA or programs like NASA because they needed that stuff. So what they did was they created a situation where they 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 have a new need for something that's never been thought of before because we're doing something we've never done before. They put themselves in yeah. a space to where they need they 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 discovered new needs, right? right. In space need, pun intended. Yeah. Necessity, yeah, yeah. <laughs> necessity breeds innovation. So one thing that's been really cool about the Imp and Skiz podcast is the fact that Skiz and I we don't do a lot of planning. I mean, we do obviously talk about what topics we're going to talk about each week and things like that. But we don't kind of sketch out an agenda for each show. Once we hit record, we kind of just riff. We just go with whatever comes to our minds. But there are some times when it's not that easy and the simplest thing can totally derail our thoughts. And I'm with you, dude. Music just, there's there's a reason, like, I've got the... Yeah. Hamilton memorized. Yeah, yeah, you're into Hamilton. We we didn't put that on the list because I'm not sure if it really fits no, in it's a movie th- genre no, versus yeah, a, yeah. A, like a Broadway. Oh, I gotta uh, do this again. Sorry. Oh, we didn't do this to start. Sorry. This happens. I, I gotta that's how I line up the audio and I forgot to do that in the beginning. <laughs> it's funny how that like, kicks out of the middle of it. Yeah. Um It definitely didn't derail my train of thought. Dude, is that how easy it is to just break your train of thought? Just make a clap You literally stuff? cut it off with that thing. When it clicked, my brain's like, I have no idea where I was going to go next with, with I'm this sorry. conversation. Oh, I feel terrible about that. But let's let's just, we'll power through. So, but, yeah. Oh, no. Okay. I remember oh, now. Okay. Jeez. Wow. That really just, just blanked my brain out. I'm <laughs> whatever dude okay uh no i'm good i'm good so with that that is the last clip i have for you guys today hopefully you enjoyed it hopefully you understand you know we talked about this in resilience sometimes you just gotta gotta figure it out you gotta roll with whatever punches you're dealt and this is one of those times skiz was sick he was unable to get together and we did not want to leave you guys hanging so hopefully this did suffice you still were able to enjoy it And I had a lot of fun putting it together myself, kind of reminiscing over some of these moments. We've had some really great moments. I cannot believe this is episode 15. We've been doing this for 15 weeks. And I can tell you, Skiz and I are having such a great time with this podcast. We have no plans of stopping. In fact, we always just talk about how we can make it even better, 
for the future and things like that. So we do have some plans up our sleeve. We do have some ideas on how to bring in some guests and things like that in the future. And hopefully that will happen soon. There's just some, you know, logistics to get in the way that we got to figure out, but we will be bringing in some guests. And so the podcast will continue. It will continue to evolve and continue to grow. And hopefully you all will continue to enjoy it. So with that said, I am signing off and hopefully next time I'll be back with my buddy. See you guys later.